What's up, family? I am back with another episode for you to help you rid your mind of these negative perceptions you have pertaining to life. I have been busy, y'all. But in my business, I reminded myself to focus and pray because honestly, nothing else works for me. Shouts out to Antoine, my guest speaker. He is a an old co-worker. Y'all, we used to argue like we were <laughs> brother and sister. <laughs> good morning, Antoine. Good morning. How are you today, Miss Tierra? Good, good, good. I just want to thank you so much for, one, believing in me, man, um, and two, for supporting the show. Um, but to be completely transparent with y'all, I do not miss my old self. I love who I truly am, and I'm not trying to lose her by pretending, holding myself back, and lying. So, yep, ding dong, that which is dead. <laughs> and congratulations. Thank you. And I cannot be happier. <laughs> <laughs> the subject for today, family, is mighty breakthrough. Now, the definition of breakthrough to me is the interruption or the separation of uniformity by coming out of one side and into another, uh, typically continuing in time toward completion of a process or a period. Now, many of y'all have not realized you've already experienced a breakthrough over time. When we think of God, we automatically think of, well, at least I did. Let me speak for myself. When, when I would think of God and, and, you know, him giving me breakthroughs and stuff, I would be like, well, when is it coming? When is it going to happen? Uh, um, and <laughs> I, I was just like, I was expecting something to fall out of the sky or something to, for, for me to actually feel it like right then and there, for me to gain clarity that's, at that moment. That's usually most people though. And when I say that, most people expect like a big bag of money. Like they say, oh, I got to hit the lottery. or So a lot of people look for a breakthrough to be something that is money-wise or there's different forms to a breakthrough. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you for clarifying that. And honestly, like, <laughs> to be completely upfront, that that was me. I was just like, uh, <laughs> um, so I expect to wake up with a huge pile of money, in, you know, in, in front of my bed or sitting next to me or something. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. God can do it if he wanted to, but he's not like that. He's so strategic, and that's exactly what I love about him. But all of this is done over time because God is spirit who operates in us if we allow him to. And when we do things, it's never, <laughs> it's never, we, we never do it the right way. For example, you have to get to work on time. And... <laughs> You set a timer, and I'm using this example because this is what I've gone through. This is what I have been delivered I'm from. I'm shaking my head right now because <laughs> I know you're going with this one. Yeah, this was my boss, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and she struggled with getting to work at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know why? I was trying to figure out how to be a mother, how to be myself, how to like. How did I, I come into sleep at night and I was always trying to get myself on to the next point? Y'all, it was horrible. But you set your timer so that you can get to work on time. So then you also factor in the fact that you have to shower, you have to get dressed, maybe do your hair and makeup. For all of my guys, my men, y'all love to brush your hair for like 30 minutes. 
Y'all have to do y'all wave room and you have to put on your shoes and eat and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say something about that wave brush. Some for some people that's a breakthrough. <laughs> for some people that is a breakthrough. Let me just be honest. Quit some people that's a breakthrough. When he finally get them waves, even if you're a kid, sometimes that breakthrough can start off you as a kid. It don't always mean you have to be an adult to have a breakthrough. Oh my god! But with that wave brush, you know, you when you finally get them waves, you start to feel yourself. Then you feel like the girls looking at you now because you got to do. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. For some people, that's a breakthrough. So, like I said, there's different forms of breakthrough. It I'm is. sorry. You go ahead. It, it is. But you know what? When y'all turn on that music, y'all get in y'all zone. Y'all are so infamous. Y'all are very infamous for scrolling. Um, plus, whatever else distracts you. And you forget about time. Guess what? Now you're now you're rushing to, to get to work on time. And then, you know, you, you could end up late. More than likely, you're, you're late. <laughs> so yeah it's all about timing if I feel like I don't even feel like I know for sure because I've been experiencing this for the past I'll say for the past two months now if you do it right the promises would fall faster would you agree I agree right so what I'm trying to say is appreciate what you have already overcome some of these examples would look like you're not late anymore due to your inattentiveness you don't hit up old boy or old girl anymore because, let's be honest, it wasn't prospering anything anyway. Nothing but worry, confusion, and a whole heap of insecurities. Am I right? Yeah, that could uh, be that. Because, I mean, once again, to go back to something that I've heard you say previously on another podcast that I've been listening to. Thank you. Sometimes you can be in your own way. And with that being said, you know, sometimes you can relapse to old things. And that can stop a blessing or a breakthrough sometimes because of what you're going through. Yeah. <clears throat> I could I, I definitely agree with that. Um I have another one, even better. When you when you stop caring what others think of you and truly boss up and or you know, prepare yourself to boss up according to his will for you. And that's another thing I honestly want to speak on because I used to think, I used to value, I used to only value, to be honest, I used to only value what could accrue the most income. Now I calculate the resources from everything I do. If I accept a deal, what it, what it, what does this profit me spiritually, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally? Not what the pay is, but does their name hold weight or you know, what are their morals and how can I add value to their cause? Or how can they add value to my cause and, and my family? When your character speaks volume, people want that, but not everything is lovely for you. So you have to weigh your pros and cons. And then most importantly, what does your creator say? I had an opportunity presented to me just yesterday and I was, com- and I was completely honest with her. After listening to her and every single thing that she threw in, um, I still said, I'm going to have to pray on that. <laughs> and, and, and I'm loving the value that I hold right now because I would be so quick to jump on, jump on an opportunity not knowing what I'm getting myself into. And I didn't know that she was going to throw more money in it, but she did, plus many more resources. And I smiled, but I still responded like, eh, okay, yeah, I'm going to pray on it. And then I asked her, how much time do I have? And she was like, no, it's no rush. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> because usually when they rush, when they be like, oh, well, you got to let me know by tomorrow or you got to let me know by next week. You know, it's, it's more than likely not good for you. 
anything that is done in haste as the Bible speaks is not good for you. So I say all of that to say, like, he knows what's best for us because, of course, he is a creator. And he created that will for us. So when he completed us, I mean, when, when he when he placed us here, we were already completed. It's just up to us to challenge ourselves and to, you know, and, you know bring out, prosper those gifts that are inside of us. But when, when you're out of alignment for his intended will, nothing, your season is not going right, to go right. I kid you not. So we, we may think, oh, okay, yeah, I like it. But it's always for like a, a snippet, like a, a quick moment. Right. And then we, we find ourselves slowly but surely dwindling away. The attitude comes. <laughs> That's true. The attitude comes and, you know, you, you snoozing that, that uh, alarm four or five times. And, you know, you, you're, just, you're just not spiritually there. And nothing else flows. For example, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of the game Need for Speed. At first, you're driving on track, but... You suddenly drift into the dirt with the trees and, you know, the side on the sidewalk. Just imagine it's right. a sidewalk and um, whatever you start running into, whatever else is there that slows you down, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And so let me say something real quick to to go mm -hmm. off of what she's saying as far as how that operates and what I think about and how I can translate that into something different. It's basically just saying just hold your own Like Everybody has a path that they have to follow that God is trying to put them on. And when you're taking that path, you find things to be a whole lot more easier. So one of the things I wanted to say something about was one of the breakthroughs. Um, when she first started with me at Dollar General, she was nice, bubbly, and she had some of the hardest times, even at work, outside of work. She was just having yeah, some of the hardest what? times. At work, she thought nobody liked her. She thought everybody was against her. And that wasn't really the case. And she found out we was a family, so we were close-knitted. Anytime I deal or manage with a group of people, I like for everybody to be close-knitted. So even when you're coming from, be a part of our family. So for me, <clears throat> to watch her have all of these different obstacles that she had and she was facing, she actually started to slow down and overcome them all. And she started picking yes. and choosing which one she wanted to do one at a time. So I actually watched her have more than one breakthrough, but it was a big breakthrough because she learned how to take control of her life. Yes. So for me, that wow. was one of the biggest breakthroughs that I watched her go through. Um, also, they say God don't put no more on you than what you can handle. Sometimes you don't understand that because it could be a lot. Mm -hmm. But once you start to understand that he never said that you couldn't handle them one at a time, Instead of you trying to handle everything as a group. If Come you on, take man. everything down and you break it down to one single aspect of life, you can control that aspect one at a time. We all know we're not perfect. However, we strive to be perfect. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with striving to be perfect as long as you understand that you're going to be as close as you can get to that, although you can't be there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... um, I, I really think that was one of the biggest breakthroughs that I watched her go through. Wow. And I just had to say that. Thank you for that. And you know what? It's <laughs> I never it's crazy because you never know who's watching you, who's watching you to hate you or and who's watching you to help you prosper. And no matter how many times we argue, whether it was a you know <laughs> 
on a sales floor or behind closed doors. <laughs> I feel like we we had a really great team, and I I just I felt like you you were maybe like one of the only managers that truly understood where I needed to be. And y'all, he will push me so hard. I will be at home crying. I don't think I ever told you this. I probably never, because you know my pride was high. No, <laughs> no this is new. I don't think I ever heard this story a day in my life. Her crying because I did something. Yeah. I know I, I might have um, might have heard some things about me when I did some things, such as writing her up. But I don't think I ever, you know, heard her cry about nothing. She seemed so tough at work. I didn't believe she cried. Man, no, I cried. I was just like, well, why is this not working? Y'all, when I tell y'all I walked in and applied for the assistant manager position in a retail company, I have never done that in my entire life. And he was the only one that gave me an opportunity. And when I tell you I have learned so much from that, I'm, I'm, I'm just thankful. That's why I was like, yeah, I got to get him on this podcast. But I we, like when you... When you get back on the pavement, when you get back on in your lane, like you said, when you get back on that road where you are supposed to be, it doesn't matter if you are, if you're just starting out, if you're in the middle, um, you know, or if you're in the end, guess what? Everyone wins because you decided to get up and you decided to run that race. So, yes, you have to stick to the plan. That's when Breakthrough tap you on your shoulder, congratulating you for your consistency and your hard work. And I, I never paid attention to that. If you can turn with me to, um, if you have time, turn with me to First John chapter two. We're gonna read verses fourteen and fifteen, and then in your own time, I want you to go further and read First uh, John chapter one, um, verse five. It relates to this message. Verse fourteen says, "I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong." And the word of God abideth in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. And when we say the wicked one, not even we, my bad, my bad God. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm teaching it too. But when when he speak of the wicked one, he's not saying just the devil, because everybody think of, you know, the, the red guy with the horns and the pitchfork and stuff. No, your obstacles are your devil. Your, your obstacles is the wicked. Your, everything that you are trying to lay aside that you didn't originally have inside of you, is the wicked one. So he's saying, when you overcome that, God lives within you. And then verse 15 says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. And when he say love not the world, it's simply just saying, <laughs> you are the light of the world. So all it is, social media, you know, changing. Also, man, I have seen so many people right now in, in, in the state of Georgia that has altered their bodies from the head to their feet, man, like the bigger butts, the bigger breasts, um, the larger penises. And ex excuse me if it's too explicit for you, but I have heard and seen a lot. And I, I'm just like, wow, what is this world coming to? I work with, I'm, I'm not even going to disclose where, but some of you already know what I'm, what I'm referring to. But I work in, in, a, um, in a city where they're allowing, you know, the parents are allowing their children to be gender fluid. And the child is actually interpreting what in gender, you know, what gender fluid is. And I was just like, wow, they're in elementary. What is this world coming to? So when he says, love not the world, neither the things that you are in the world. If the man love the world, the love of the father is in him. Also, 
that just go back to say when you are not conformed to what this world is um is doing you know that you have already had your breakthrough you've overcome what 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 society says you have to be you want to add to that um i, I can't i can't um my biggest thing is belief and when i say that that's another broad topic because you can believe in a lot of things and once again, I'm not going to speak and just make this a spiritual ordeal, but I, I, mean, I am leading in that direction because I say that to say that, you know, God has already have, or excuse me, it's already said that God has what's planned for you already, right? Yeah. yeah. However, they also tell you that, um, let me see how I want to put this. If God believes in you and he's going to, you know, take control is what they say. That's the better way I want to put it. Mm-hmm. They say he wants you to, he's, you should want him, excuse me, to take control. Excuse me, let me get my words together. And at that point where he takes control, most people think that that's the end. Yeah. And that's not the end. He still sent you here to do a job. So at yes. the point where he sent you here to do that job, you still have to get up and fight these obstacles and do the work and put in the work that he wants you to do, even though Action, he's yep. taking control. And him taking control is once again going back to what she said earlier about need for speed, staying on course, staying in line. That is what makes it a whole lot easier. Right. And then piggyback once again to what I said, because I like to bring life in 360 when I have conversations, so that's why I'm doing this. Um, to piggyback what I said about her breakthrough. It's the same thing. God breaks you down to build you back up. He put her through all the different obstacles so that he can make the woman that y'all are hearing today. Wow. Which is what she is approving of for herself. At the point where you're doing everything for self, you're building a lot more character. Um, in my eyes, I think you're building a better character. Thank you. Because once again, I've seen your growth. I can hear you when you speak, when you speak on self. Once again, self-motivation, self-preservation, excuse me, is a big thing. A lot of people sometimes slip on it because once again, they forget that they got a job to do. Yeah. A lot of times you want to look at other people and point the finger at other people and blame other people. And once again, that's something you have to work on. That's something you would have to work on. You can't keep blaming everybody else for whatever problem you're having because you got to learn how to deal with the obstacles. I actually love that. I was notorious for that, and nothing was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I see that in my in my my oldest. I'd be like, son, you have to accept what you have done. I said the first step is to admit <laughs> accountability. <laughs> exactly. You so that word. oh, and to say this. That was one of my things I used to always say to her. Like, I'm going to hold you accountable. I guess she thought I was joking because she was my assistant and, you know, she was the next closest thing to being a store manager. So she was like, well, you're not holding them. I I tell you now, if you work for me and you are up under me, you can't do what the people that are making the bottom dollar make. Dude, I just don't expect that. My expectations for you are a whole lot higher. So that's why she said, oh, he was so hard on me and you guys just but once again, I knew 
what you were capable of, and I knew what you were giving me. Wow. But let's just keep lot. it honest. It's quiet mm-hmm. as kill. Every time she got a write up, <laughs> it would only go as far as a written or a verbal write up. It never got, I'm mean, excuse me, not written, but a verbal write up. So I would say, hey, Tiara, this is your verbal write up. I just want to give it to you in writing just to let you know that if you do this again, it's going to go to a written. And then a final. And then you out the door. No, no, no. She never got no further. So I, I mean, at the end of the day, I would like to teach the lesson, but I think she understood it right away after giving that paper. So sometimes people do certain things to help you understand, because I felt like if I would have just said it to her, she was just going to hear it and then just kind of shove it off. Because that's what was happening. Yeah. So that's why I I, I did the paper. So for all of those that think I was the bad guy, because I wrote her up, or whatever the case may be, the lesson was learned. I was actually the good guy at the end. So sometimes you got to play the villain to be the good guy. And you know what? We have those people in our lives, and they're not favorite. You know, like I couldn't, I couldn't really value who you know this man was because of who he is. Because I just always felt like he was out to get me. But I had to sit down and think. Tierra, this man has hired you as his assistant manager. You have no experience whatsoever. No experience. There was nobody but God, first and foremost. And he gave me an opportunity. And, you know, they they presented the fact of, you know, that they wanted me to become a store manager. And I just kept saying I wasn't ready. I was excited for more money because that is well, that's hold what on, I was Hold on, hold on. Let's be honest. Hold on. Let's what? be honest. Let's be honest. Be I honest. said you wasn't ready and you got mad. They had came in there after maybe two months of her working with the company. And yeah. I, I, don't, I can't even say it was two months, maybe a yeah. month, month and a half. And they was already gassing her head up. And when <laughs> I say that, I say that because I'm being honest, once again, she didn't have the experience. No, I did not. So for me to take somebody that I know has no experience and to take them and throw them into a fire, because that's what they were going to put in, a store that was basically in shingle. You don't get a job unless somebody's going to get fired or somebody's getting promoted. And at this time, we were not keeping store managers in our district. So people was getting promoted and the people was getting fired. It was just, it's just how stuff was going. So for me to take my assistant and give her a store that was already in bad conditions and she did not have the, no, the I have no experience. experience at all. <laughs> I mean, once again, like I said a month or two months in. That's not enough time for her to get the experience and what she's about to go through. Because even once I let her go, they're going to put her through a speed training course. That's she exactly has a lot of numbers and everything else in the matter of a month at total. You're going to go through training, take your training courses, then they're going to go and put you in a class. And that class is for a whole week. So, no, I didn't feel comfortable and I spoke on it, but no, Tierra got Because I felt like you were messing with my money. Why would you tell them people that? That might be my only chance of getting promoted. No, 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 no. I I know it's not. I know it's not. When I hired you, I told you these people about to open 6,000 more stores in four years. That's what their plan was, a Dollar General. I was not listening to that because I was I was not focused on that. And a lot of us aren't. We're so focused on all oh, the money, the money, the money. 
you know, where's my help going to come from? I look at that as a major opportunity. Honestly, that was my breakthrough. That's what I expected break, all breakthroughs to look like. I needed it to be, you know, above and beyond. And, you know, not realizing, no, like, like you spoke earlier, like God has spoken to me in my spirit. That's why I, I couldn't do nothing but smile and, and agree when you said that. He said, Lord, the Lord spoke to me step by step. And then he also spoke to me full circle. So now, you I mean, everything that you're speaking is correct, but we don't, we can't really appreciate what people are saying when we're in this hardship and when, you know, when we're trying to get out of it, because the only way we know how to get out of it is more money. Whether that Agreed. means letting, that letting your children go. Yeah. Looking for that bag to fall out of there. Yeah. Looking for that Brinks truck to go ahead and let loose that money while we're on the highway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. That's, that's what most people look for as a breakthrough. But once again, exactly. you forget that you got to put in the work. No, Tia, you're not ready. I need you to put in the work. Now, let's go to the ending of the situation where after <laughs> a year, she had been with me. And they come and ask me, and I say, yes, yeah, she's ready. It was a year? It was, yes, yeah, she's ready. Okay. I told them, once again, I can't, you can't get promoted unless the store manager signs off on it. He has to approve it. The district manager can, can come in there, but they're going to have to pose questions. And every time I can answer that you're not doing something or you're not capable of doing something is what I feel. Mm-hmm. They got to kind of take my word on it because they're not in the store. Yeah. They're never in the store. How many times do these people come in there and see you? And every time they came in there, I always took the blame and never blamed my employees. Yeah. I never blamed my employees. I took blame, and I'd be in that thing hot because I knew somebody (laughs) didn't do something, and this is going to affect me. Yeah. However, I specifically gave instructions on them to do it. So, I mean, I'm going to take mine on the chin. I have to give you this piece of paper, but I'm gonna be honest. At the end of the day, I probably did fifty write-ups. Corporate might only got ten, and I say ten because once again, everybody that I truly, genuinely hired, I cared about. Yeah, I mean that in every form and fashion because if you know me, or if you thought you knew me, and you go to speak about Dollar General, if you didn't go and try to do certain things, then those write-ups never even went to corporate. Those write-ups was in my drawer the whole entire time. When I left, <laughs> I took them out of my drawer. I threw them away. I'm not in the, the business to give people opportunity and just easily fire. My job is to teach. My job is to train. I'm the manager. So just because you mess up three times, I don't feel like that's worth firing so sometimes I would overlook it. Sometimes I'd write you up about the same thing. You wouldn't even notice that I did the same thing twice. This is your written twice. How you get two written, I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, once again, I just felt like that was me giving my people an opportunity. And you did. You did. And, and I, I took that everywhere I went. I was like, you know what? He's operating in his true self when I reflect back on it. And, and right now while we're speaking, on, I want to publicly apologize for the hardship but you know what I want to also thank you for the opportunity because I don't know how but and, and <laughs> I was still called this man to be like uh, can you help me with <laughs> yeah right after she left and still still gave me the blues when she left because 
Everybody was saying, oh, Antoine and Antoine. She was just listening to versus her being in the store with me for a whole year. She knows who I am. If I yeah. had anything to say to her, I would come to her and say it. Yeah. Like, it was no, because you were my assistant. I had a better relationship with you than I did that was somebody mm-hmm. else I was associated. So the way we dealt with that, that's why people was like, y'all are like y'all brother and sister. That's because we genuinely care about what we're doing. Yeah. When it comes to work, we're here to do just that. And once again, when somebody doesn't understand, we're passionate about what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and I when mean, you're passionate there's about no it. need for the 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 apologizing. I appreciate it that you did, but there's really no need because once again, I, I'm pretty sure I did things to trigger you as well. And it was just, once again, it was for us to get a better knowledge of who we were and what we were dealing with. That's it. Once we got past all of that, I mean, if you ask me, I really ignored a lot of the times you got that. Because I understood who you were and what I was dealing with. Just being honest. I can ignore you being mad at the point where you got a piece of paper, once again, and it says verbal. I can't. Why am I finna sit here and go back and forth with you about this? This is just a verbal warning, Because I had itchy ears. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't listen. I, I just saw a white piece of paper with my name on it. And you tell right, me to sign. Right. And that's, that's understood as well because, I mean, once again, as a store manager, I had a boss used to tell me. And I, I, I'll say this. Shout out to Courtney Anderson <laughs> at Sports Authority. Um, he used to tell me. I'm going to be the most hated and the most loved in this store. And that's just, that's how it operated. It is not going to change. Mm-hmm. I give people hours to put money in their pockets. They love me for that. When they get them big, them big checks because they work them hours, they love that. But the second <laughs> I get them that other piece of paper that don't look green, <laughs> it's in black and white. <laughs> they hate that. So, Understanding balance in life. Let's just go over that. Because helping helping people understand balance once again can kind of put you in a better space. It can mm-hmm. be a breakthrough even for some people. Yeah. When you figure out how to balance life, and once again, you don't have to do it in all aspects at once. Break it down. Different aspects of life. Once you control it, you're balancing it. Because that's what balancing is. Balancing is control. Mm-hmm. You're capable of putting one thing on one side and something on another side and keeping it at an equal space. That's mm-hmm. having something under control. That's exactly who God is. So at the point when you let him take control, he got his end of the weight. You go out and you do the work. You got your end of the weight because you're taking that direct path. Dog, I'm going 360. I'm doing good today. I'm feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> good right now. But uh yeah, to go back, you take that, that direct path that God is putting you on and you do your job, you're holding your end of the way, and that balanced life. You really get a, a good balance on life. You have a better understanding of who you are and who you're dealing with once again. You'll stop blaming people and start holding yourself accountable for the things that you do. The things that are out of your control, you allow God to do. So you'll continue to balance life, whether yeah. it's in a positive form or a negative form. Yeah, that's true. So family, with that being said, I want to challenge y'all. Yeah, I know I love these challenges, and I, and I love to give you guys exercises after that. But get your journal, and I want you to 
write down your five or five of your breakthroughs. It can be more if you want to, but write down five of your breakthroughs and I want you to celebrate it afterwards. So also one announcement. Thank you so much, Antoine, as well, for being on the show. I really appreciate you. (laughs) Thank you for putting up with me and all my message, all of my dysfunction. (laughs) We all have nobody's perfect. (laughs) And witnessing the blessings now. Um, Saved in the Cities, The Real is happening tonight at 7 p.m., hosted at Grace Midtown. Yes, it's free, ladies, to all of the women who want a a breakthrough. Um, I am a part of the worship team and I cannot wait for the power of God to fall in that place. So if you have time, um, if y'all don't have anything else to do, um, just come out, come out and support us and, and get fed with the word of God. Um, also, if you need a fellowship partner, you can also email me at the number four T Everwoods at gmail.com. I am also on telegram, this light of mine. Bye.